0: radio you're watching the american journal with your host harrison smith
1: Colossal Biosciences is using CRISPR gene editing technology to resurrect animals that have gone extinct. They are starting next year with a woolly mammoth and are making plans for the Tasmanian tiger. The plan is to release 100 woolly mammoths inside a park in Siberia. This is officially being done under the guise of climate change. They claim that by adding megafauna back into the Arctic tundra, it will offset carbon emissions. The company has already raised over 12 million euros, which includes funding from the CIA. The CIA's venture capital firm, InQtel, is a stakeholder of Colossal Biosciences. Euronews points out that the plan seems counterproductive seeing as how over 30 percent of trees worldwide are currently going extinct and points out its potential dangers of introducing ancient unknown pathogens into our modern world but when you look into the company's co-founder george church it becomes clear that it's really all about pushing the agenda of human cloning and transhumanism harvard scientist george church received donations from 2005 to 2007 from Jeffrey Epstein, the infamous pedophile transhumanist who was planning on establishing a baby farm at his New Mexico ranch to seed the earth with his DNA. In 2019, Church awkwardly apologized for his association with Jeffrey Epstein on 60 Minutes.
2: But, you know, it was one of these things where You first learn about it, and it's not. It's just like, uh, when you first hear about it, it doesn't sound like it's something serious. And it's only recently that we've found out that... that, uh, there was something ser- or the-
1: become aware how serious it was. The professional connection between Jeffrey Epstein and George Church was their common desire to clone humans, which is something that Church is most passionate about. His work has been focused primarily on creating superior humans and wants to bring Neanderthal man back from extinction and give them their own culture and political force. He is also passionate about creating customized living creatures out of DNA to serve mankind as we see fit. When asked if he believed in God, Church responded that he respects all people's faith, but his faith is in science and that the true understanding of nature is only available to the scientists. This psychopathy that has infected man with an obsession to play God has attracted many atheists into the field of genetic engineering. But not everyone in this field wants to play God. Dr. Bruce Lipton was a pioneer in the research of cloned human stem cells. His research revealed that the environment and our perception of the environment is what controls our genetic activity. This is known as epigenetics, and as a result of his research, he stopped being an atheist and found faith in God. This, and the nature of his research, has alienated him from today's scientific community, which seeks to destroy nature and control it. But you can still find his work, and I recommend that you do. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Ladies
3: and gentlemen, we really are in the sci-fi future that everyone tried to warn us about. That's the latest from Greg Reese. Find it at band.video and Infowars.com. CIA-funded company to resurrect extinct animals under the guise of climate change. What could go wrong? (laughs) Don't worry. The experts are in charge, folks. Uh, It's going to be a very good show today. We have a lot of great clips to show you. We have a very special, pre-produced American Journal exclusive that will teach you. It's a tutorial on how to maximize your research. We're hoping to create an army of researchers out there. Really exciting stuff today. Stay tuned. Open your phone calls. Open up the phone lines uh, really early today. It'll be an exciting show. Don't go anywhere. We'll do the Daily Dispatch on the other side. It's Friday, January
0: 27th, Fear of Our Lord 2023. And. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good
3: morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here today. It'll be a fun Friday. Just another fun Friday here behind enemy lines. Coming to you live from InfoWars. Headquarters here in Austin, Texas. We have a lot of really, like, actually fun videos to show you today. Some not-so-fun videos to show you as well. We'll talk about the war in Ukraine. We'll talk about just the bottomless pit of corruption that is the Biden family. A little bit about COVID as well. In the third hour, I don't know how much time we will take, uh, but we'll show you at least a little preview of a much longer video that will go up on band.video later today or probably during the show today. Uh, Basically, the crew and I stayed late uh, on Wednesday and did a little tutorial with our friend Elle from some B I know, or bigdigenergy.info, where she explains how to scrape Twitter using a very, very, very simple uh, programming process through Python. Basically, two lines of code, shows you how to type in about 10 or 15 minutes, you can turn Twitter into a research tool of unparalleled power and so really excited to show you that in the third hour we'll open up the phone lines nice and early today to take your calls throughout the show like i said lots of videos to show you and lots of news to cover so let's get into it here it is your daily dispatch All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 27th of January, 2023. USCDC still looking at potential stroke risk from Pfizer bivalent COVID shot. New data from one of U.S. CDC- databases shows a possible stroke risk for older patients who received an updated Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 booster shot but the signal is weaker than what the agency had flagged earlier in January health officials said on Thursday US FDA officials said they've not detected a link between the shots and strokes in two other safety monitoring databases the new data was presented in a meeting of outside experts that advise the FDA on vaccine policy now this is only a uh, you know, shown in people over the age of 65 who received the newer booster shots in its vaccine safety uh, data link database. So it only showed those uh, over the age of 65. And as we know, yesterday, the UK uh, withdrew or, you know, made ineligible anybody under 50 From getting the booster because its negatives outweighed its benefits. So I guess if you're under 50 or over 65, the booster is a health risk and shouldn't be taken. But for those 50 through 65, it is necessary and you have to get it or you won't have a job anymore. It's very strange, very odd. So it's dangerous and not worth the risk for under 50s, but also over 65, you have a risk of stroke. Maybe, just maybe here, Uh, It's all poison, and we should throw it away and arrest the people who made it and forced it on us. That's a suggestion that's going to become more and more vehement as we continue forward. Moving on, our next story here. U.S. concerned over Israeli raid ahead of Blinken visit. Washington is concerned the security situation between the Israelis and Palestinians could worsen ahead of a visit to the Middle East by uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken starting on Sunday, a U.S. official says, after a deadly raid by Israeli, force, Israeli forces in the occupied West Bank on Thursday. The top U.S. diplomat will travel to Egypt, Israel, and the West Bank amid spiraling tensions between Israelis and Palestinians. Well... Well, I mean, if it's anything like Ukraine, you know, when you have a, a contentious area of, of spiraling tensions, you send Anthony Blinken in there. Next thing you know, you got a war on your hands, baby. You're making money hand over fist. It's good stuff. Same thing that happened literally, maybe on exactly this day last year <laughs> January 27th, 2022. Anthony Blinken goes to Ukraine. Two weeks later, massive war, bankrupting Europe, destroying entire countries. And et cetera, et cetera. One year later, he moses on over to Israel and Palestine to see what what solution he can come up with there. Incredible stuff. The visit was an, announced just hours after Israeli commandos killed seven gunmen and two civilians in the occupied West Bank, according to Palestinian officials. The largest single death toll in years of fighting. The top U.S. State Department official on Middle East, Barbara Leaf, said the reported civilian deaths were quite regrettable. Yeah, it's quite regrettable. <laughs> Yes, I'm able to regret it. Amazing. Uh, horrible, actually. Uh, insane, dangerous, but, you know, don't worry. The experts like old Blinken are in charge. Wild stuff. Meanwhile, Brian Kemp declares, as the uh, governor of Georgia, declares state of emergency after anti-police riots activates national uh, Georgia National Guard. Governor Brian Kemp declared a temporary state of emergency in Georgia on Thursday and activated 1,000... 000- Georgia National Guard troops in response to recent uh, anti-police protests and destructive riots in Atlanta. Kemp's order referenced protests and riots that occurred on Saturday, which had stemmed from ongoing demonstrations against a police training facility the city is building in a wooded area of uh, Metro Atlanta. Maybe this would be a good metric to measure to determine uh, where exactly the unrelenting domestic terror is coming from. In this country, how many times has a state of emergency been declared and National Guard military troops been deployed on American streets in response to white supremacist violence versus black activist riots? I think that would be a a fun comparison. Uh, As far as I can think of it, uh, there was one time that it happened, it was January 6th, uh, that actually, you know. Trump supporters, MAGA supporters, Republicans actually had the uh, police had to intervene in one of their little activities with the left. It's just almost a weekly basis. You would think maybe just maybe the people that were in charge of our security and law enforcement would prioritize the obvious perpetrators of the violence rather than the subjects of the violence. But then again, that would make just far, far too much sense. Uh, Five. uh, And this is I believe this is all having to do with this. I haven't even looked into it because, like, who cares, right? Like, Antifa's rioting. Is it because something real happened or because something imaginary happened? Does it matter? They'll riot whenever they want, whenever they're told to. Again, you know, the six people arrested last Saturday, five of them were for out of, out of state. Not one of them was actually from Atlanta. So Antifa literally bussing people into Atlanta to riot and burn the place down. Uh, but no investigations happening. No RICO uh, predicates to unravel the scheme of, you know, funding and transportation and uh, violence that's happening. No, they just get a little slap on the wrist, a little $500 bail, and they're out on the street the next day. Uh you know, courtesy of their highfalutin elite parents. Incredible stuff. Uh, five ex-Memphis police officers charged with murder and death of Tyree Nichols. Uh, five former police, uh, Memphis police officers were charged on Thursday with murder of, uh, and the death of a black motorist tyree nichols from injuries he sustained in a violent encounter following a traffic stop prosecutor said nichols a 29 year old father died while hospitalized on january 10 three days after the confrontation during his arrest by the five police officers officers were expected on friday evening to release police worn body camera footage of the incident uh, which a lawyer for nichols family likened to the notorious footage of the los angeles police officers beating black motorist rodney king more than 30 years ago i think it would look a little different i'd look a little different Oh, it's an update. Oh, it's a remake. It's a remake of the Rodney King beating, uh, but they've just like all of Hollywood productions have uh, recast. <laughs> they've they've race swapped the uh, primary figures in the in the drama. <laughs> it's a, it's an updated version <laughs> to more reflect the uh, modern demographics. Really incredible stuff. Uh, finally, we have this, and we eagerly await the revelation police body cam video of paul pelosi attack will be released friday morning so they say they'll be releasing the video uh at 9 a.m today i assume that's 9 a.m california time which is well like three in the afternoon central time it's uh i don't know but we'll we'll keep up to date on this again it says the tape will be available at 9 a.m that's That's 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's already available. So we'll keep our eye out on that. And if it does come out at 9 a.m. Central time today, we'll play that. If it comes out at 10 a.m. Central, we'll play that. Whenever it comes out, we'll play it and look at it. What do you think it's going to show? What do we think we're going to see? I think it's going to be very normal. I think it's all going to be exactly what we thought it was. I think it's going to be a a weird, half-naked, crazed, schizophrenic guy with a hammer and Paul Pelosi being out of it because he was just woken up. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what we'll see, but we'll look at it with uh, with the eyes of conspiracy theorists looking for little hints as to what was really going on in the background. Folks, we'll be back on the other side with a couple uh, pretty funny videos, actually. Remind you to go to Infowarsstore.com to support us. Today's Daily Dispatch was brought to you by Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, now back in stock and 25% off Infowarsstore.com.
4: Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us, through Mother Nature, incredible compounds that will supercharge our body's stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus, that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at Infowarstore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the InfoWars. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists all of them right now telling the truth at Video. millions of people a day visiting Video. but you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect an amplifying effect and make sure it gets out to your friends your family your neighbors and perfect strangers you are the modern paul reveres you are what takes our information and amplifies it when you decide to take action we as a species and as a race are invincible so i thank you all for your past action And I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. You know, we got something for whatever ails you at InfoWars store. Are you hoping to boost your immune system? You know, try some of the, you know, vitamin D3, something like that. You want to help to slow the effects of aging on your telomeres and your DNA? DNA Force Plus is right there. You want to really maximize your... I well, should say it. manliness manhood I'll try super male vitality we got all sorts of great stuff in fact we also have uh, ultimate bone broth plus it's been out of stock for years but it is back and better than ever with a new and improved formula including five grams of organic soluble acacia fiber to support digestive health 400 milligrams of sunflower uh, lecithin. Organic acai berry for antioxidants, electrolytes like magnesium, potassium, and sodium, just all sorts of wonderful stuff in the new and improved Oldsman bone broth, now back in stock and 25% off. But but what if you have an incurable problem? What if you have a – I guess you could say congenital disease of being a conspiracy theorist, of just being incapable of not noticing the things going on in your life that don't have normal explanations provided by the mainstream media what happens when you just can't break away from noticing luckily there's a an i guess you could call him an activist or comedian danny polishuk is here to announce a a new cure for what ails you it's called noticinol i think we all need some let's watch
1: After collapsing on the football field. After collapsing in the middle of the game. Collapsing during the game. Collapsing on the tennis court. Suddenly collapsing. The player collapsed. Collapsed and died. Died Are you tired of being called a conspiracy theorist? Do you see patterns where other people don't? Are your relationships with your friends and family suffering as a result? Well, then ask your doctor about Noticinol. Noticinol is an FDA-approved drug that helps people afflicted by chronic noticing. It works by suppressing the part of your brain responsible for critical thinking so you can get back to living carefree. Side effects of taking noticinol may include, but are not limited to, heart attacks, sudden adult death syndrome, storming the Capitol, unironically enjoying late night television, and in rare cases, Brian's delteritis. People who take noticinol once a day report up to a 97% decrease in noticing. Do your own research to find out if noticinol is right for you. You can't stop coincidences from happening, but you can stop noticing them. And now, for more severe cases, try Extra Strength Noticinol Jew. (laughs) Say goodbye to noticing once and for all.
5: Noticinol.
3: Uh, Incredible stuff. Danny Polishuk. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Polishchuk? At Danny Jokes on Twitter. Uh, Hilarious. I think I need the Extra Strength version. There's something else I noticed. There's something I – maybe I need to, to up my dose of not, not, noticinol. It turns out it's just a regular antidepressant. <laughs> it turns out it's just, you know, rebranded Wellbutrin or something. <laughs> it's literally what they do, but that's fine. That's all right. Uh, now, there's something else I noticed. Another strange series of events that I can't help but suspect are intertwined or somehow otherwise connected. First, we'll begin with clip number eight as, in a shocking move, Prince Andrew – notorious, supposed pedophile, uh, has been kicked out of Buckingham Palace. Let's watch clip eight.
6: Controversial member of the royal family, Prince Andrew, has reportedly been booted from Buckingham Palace. As Europe correspondent Sarah Greenaltz reports, there's now widespread speculation as to why. Well, we'll never know for sure exactly what has prompted this, but according to the Sun tabloid here in the UK, the King has said that Buckingham Palace is no place for Prince Andrew. This move coming almost one year since Andrew made that multi-million dollar payout to Virginia Dufresne. Uh, he stepped away or was forced to step away from public life almost three years ago now due to the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. In November last year, he lost his royal protection as well. So now, uh, according to the Sun, his possessions have been packed up and shipped out of Buckingham Palace as part of this uh, multi-million dollar 10-year renovation project as well. Andrew has been told that he can no longer use his suite of rooms, his office or even have any correspondence uh, using that address. According to the paper, the King has has also said that if he wants to stay in London the Duke of York will need to find an alternative with St James's Palace being floated as an option which is uh, just down the road in central London. The King himself was out and about today in London uh, visiting the Africa Centre where he was All smiles dancing along there to some music. Kate and William also carrying out a public engagement, a surprise visit to a food bank. Wow, incredible. That's enough of that. You
3: Uh, you can take, take that down. So, yes, Prince Andrew no longer being permitted to live at Buckingham Palace. A lot of speculation as to why exactly this happened. What was the tipping point? I mean, all of this has been revealed a long time ago. People have known about Prince Andrew and his less than savory connections for years, the, you know, horrendous interview. I mean, there were plenty of times to kick him out before this. So why now? Why right now are they kicking Prince Andrew out of Buckingham Palace? Could it be that they're getting some unwanted attention from a certain pimp on a certain blimp? Clip number one, let's roll it.
5: Clip number one, clip number one. Hey guys, do y'all think it's weird that Prince Andrew's a pedophile? You see they they don't they don't, they don't like they don't like that Prince Andrew's a pedophile here. They are protecting Jeffrey Epstein's best friend hanging out right there! Those guys protecting Jeffrey Epstein's best friend. Great
3: British people. They love the royal pedophiles. That was prime time Alex Stein, aka the pimp on a blimp, uh confronting Buckingham Palace guards about Prince Andrew being a pedophile. Now, it could just be coincidence. This could just be a, a random happenstance. But my reality, my truth, what I choose to believe is that they kicked Prince Andrew out of Buckingham Palace as a direct result of Alex Stein showing up. I think, I, I think that's exactly what happened. I think uh, King Charles was standing there, you know, at, at some window, uh, gravely overlooking his domain, and he sees Alex Stein come strolling up the road with his sign... <laughs> High-fiving people with his American flag hat. King Charles is just like, bar the gates, release the guards, release the hounds, bring me Prince Andrew, get him out of here. It's too dangerous. It's too much. We can't have Alex Stein just pimping in here on his blimp. It's unacceptable. So I don't know. Again, maybe a, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe I'm making more out of this uh, <laughs> than I should, but – it is pretty funny. Alex Stein shows up to to protest and yell about Prince Andrew in front of Buckingham Palace, and he's literally kicked out the next day. <laughs> they literally boot him out of here the next day. <laughs> if I was Alex Stein, I would be taking uh, full props for this. I would be uh, absolutely claiming uh, a victory, a metaphorical royal scalp to add to his trophy collection. Uh, all right. Joking over. Time to get into the, the real serious business uh, and actually – I I have some other just truly bizarre things to show you coming up, including what the vision for Ukraine is in the future. People, including us, making a big deal out of Zelensky, you know, talking about how appreciative he is of folks like BlackRock and Goldman Sachs and how they're going to be able to really invest heavily in Ukraine coming up. Uh, The reality is this is all part of a much larger plan, and I went down just to just a moderately deep rabbit hole yesterday thanks to a anonymous video on youtube we'll get into it in the other side it's pretty troubling stuff but it looks like the war in ukraine is all just one part of a much larger plan to reshape ukraine from the very beginning horrifying stuff we'll get into it stay tuned folks see american journal there's a war
4: against our masculinity There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private-labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max, it's Pain MD, and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. You owe it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the Infowar. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today
0: you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it
3: live right now at band.video all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen this friday edition of american journal let's talk war shall we Pretty troubling forecast for Ukraine, whether they win or they lose. You know, if they lose, they have to give up, you know, part of their territory that they were really just carrying out massacres against anyway. But, it, you know, losing part of your territory is never good. You lose the respect of the people around you and you know, just it wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be great to have to give over uh, a sliver of land to, to Russia. It would look bad in the eyes of the international uh, community. Uh, The problem is if they win, they're not really winning. It's not the Ukrainian people against the Russian people at this point. It's the global technocratic elite against nationalism. That's what's being fought in Ukraine. So even if Ukraine is able to come out of this totally victorious with an absolute victory on its hands, what awaits it is still a hellish, undemocratic, completely controlled – Technocratic authoritarian nightmare, as I would consider it, and I have a videos to show you. Video to show you, but I don't actually know what its source is. I'm, I'm a little bit confused by it. I found it on a YouTube channel called Digitize Now, and they've got some pretty great videos about the Rockefeller Foundation and you know the uh, Lockstep document, that sort of stuff. They have this video. It's called Ukraine 2030, the fourth industrial revolution. And I'm fairly certain this was not produced by Digitize now, but rather just uploaded by them because it seems like it was produced by one of these international groups. So this is the – and whether this video is legitimately from there or not, I, I think it is. You can just see as, as we watch it. It's very well made and very well written. Like it's a, it's a convincing video in a lot of ways. But this is the vision for the Ukraine in the future. This is a vision for Ukraine in the future. This ties in everything that we've seen from, you know, the World Economic Forum having their Ukraine tent, talking about how they're going to reinvent Ukraine to Volodymyr Zelensky, you know, issuing his Gremlin Proclamation, thanking uh, Lockheed Martin and Goldman Sachs and BlackRock. saying how excited he is for them to come and invest in the country. See, they are forcibly remaking Ukraine right now. I don't know how they came to this decision, but at some point they decided that Ukraine would be a nice blank slate for them to wipe clean and start with this new vision of the future that also ties into things that we're seeing in the Middle East, like that the line city from Saudi Arabia or Noom or whatever they call it, that the city in uh United Arab Emirates where they're like we're going to turn a a desert into a thriving metropolis where nobody has an identity and everyone is controlled by robots it's going to be amazing right so there's this new push to literally just destroy all past historical cultural sig- signifiers to completely deracinate and you know bastardize an entire population you know create a, a city from scratch with a built-in digital control grid prison system. So you're always surveilled, you're always controlled, your every waking moment is uh, either approved or disapproved of by a a disembodied uh, AI master control. So pretty incredible stuff. Now they're making videos about it. And by the way, it seems like they really are trying to wipe out Ukraine at this point. I mean, we know their losses have been absolutely staggering. They're being told now by the Western powers, like, you've got to withdraw from Bakhmut. It's just not worth it. It's a meat grinder and you're winning nothing. Uh, And so, you know, in response of this, in response of the um, unsustainable casualty figures that they're uh, experiencing, military registration abroad, the deportation of uh, men to Ukraine. So they're actually extraditing Ukrainian people from other countries uh, recently, the, Uni- the Ukrainian government approved new rules for military registration of conscripts, conscripts, and uh, reserv- reservists. One of the clauses of the resolution obliges foreign embassies to inform Ukrainian citizens abroad about the start of a new conscription and to facilitate their return home if mobilization is taking place in the motherland. So again, these are you know Ukrainians that are working outside of Ukraine are going to be hauled back to Ukraine to go die in a pointless war for the uh, narcissistic aggrandizement of uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, who is, I remind you, a gremlin. And this is what awaits, uh, you know, if, if they achieve victory, if their sacrifice uh, succeeds, what awaits them is clip number 14, Ukraine 2030, the fourth industrial revolution. Let's watch.
7: Let's look eight years ahead. 2030. The history of the new Ukraine is studied all over the globe. Why? Because Ukraine became the most digital and convenient country in the world. Scripts have replaced bureaucrats. 500,000 former public servants are successfully integrated in the new economy. No more red tape, but paperless. No more banknotes, but cashless. Yes, we became the first country to abandon paper money. Ukraine now has the best tech system for the IT industry and the most affordable e-residency. Thanks to Ukrainian engineers and programmers, the R&D centers of the world's top technology companies operate successfully, and Ukraine ranks first in the world by the number of startups per capita. Ukrainian courts are guided by artificial intelligence, and all notarial acts take place online. Ukrainian Customs is fully automatic and the fastest in the world. Customs clearance and car registration can now be done in three clicks from your smartphone. Because of war and internal migration, we have built the most flexible and modern digital education. Brave military and civilians get quality treatment with modern remote monitoring and e-health systems. Ukraine also has the most effective cyber defense in the world. After the horrors of 2022, Ukraine focused on security systems. Now every production facility has its air defense system, and the sleep of Ukrainians is protected by an ultra-modern iron dome. The Ukrainian government is digital, more like an IT company in terms of the efficiency of implementing decisions, and one can register a land plot, start construction, open a business or get a license, and register a car or real estate from a smartphone automatically in one click. Ukraine is the freest and digital this is all because international partners and the world's leading technology companies supported the digital for freedom initiative and united to help ukraine recover through digitalization building a new ukraine together free and the fastest brave and digital
3: pretty incredible stuff right digital for freedom initiative of course it all seems very convenient until it gets put into practice right have you has your life ever been convenienced by the elimination of human beings from the process you ever got go try to check in at an airport these days instead of just being like hi i'm harrison i'm checking in on this flight and i'm like okay here you go thank you and your bag it's like a machine that you got to type stuff in and then it doesn't work and you got to weigh your own bag and you do it all yourself see the the uh, effort and work being done has been offloaded onto you and the the robot that hardly works ever uh has replaced the employee that previously would have done it for you. So they've just put the cost of the effort being done onto you, and then they've kept the profit because while it's cheaper for them to run robots rather than humans, that price doesn't get passed on to you, does it? No, it goes into the pockets of the corporate bureaucracy. Speaking of bureaucracy, they say, no more bureaucracy. We'll just have robots do everything. Oh, how very convenient. Nothing says convenience like a faceless tech company who you can never even talk to a real person because you have to make your way through a labyrinth of robots before you even you know can find a soul working there. Nothing about this sounds convenient at all, except for the one-click car registration. That sounds pretty cool. But tell you what, I'm willing to go sit in a DMV for 30 minutes to get my car registered if it means I'm not inside of a digital jail cell being continuously surveilled. I mean, This is the thing, right? They They tease you. They give you the little... The little treat of convenience, but what they're not telling you is that it's a surveillance and control grid, and they get to choose whether you live or die based on a faceless, uh, you know, unredressable algorithm that determines reality for you. Sounds horrifying. Paperless, cashless, freedomless. It's the Digital for Freedom Initiative. And again, I couldn't tell if this was a real video from the digital freedom initiative or if this was just something that somebody made you know speculatively so i went ahead and googled digital freedom initiative wait to see what i found the second american revolution
4: is happening right now against the new world order And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And InfoWars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the four coin series, Teddy Roosevelt Man the arena. We're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t shirt or a DVD 300%, that's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering $30 off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now. Our world is so full of hype. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us they're only making us more depressed
0: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: What is the Digital for Freedom Initiative? What do they have planned for Ukraine? Well, it looks an awful lot like Ukraine has been designated by the controllers of the world for destruction and rehabilitation as a digital playground for all of their technocratic plans and of course this ties into everything else that that we talk about continuously but again this video was on just some random youtube channel with 150 subscribers i didn't get it from the actual source but it's it seemed legitimate didn't i mean you watched it it didn't say it wasn't a parody or anything i mean somebody put a lot of uh, thought and production into that and it was branded with the digital for freedom initiative uh, logo or, or brand name so you get a couple different results if you try to search for this but if you search for digital for freedom initiative ukraine i think you find what what the source of this video is strategy east is a non-governmental organization strategist moderated digital for freedom initiative discussion within the ukraine recovery conference in lugano strategist president anatoly mutkin moderated a round table on the digital for freedom initiative developed by the ministry of digital transformation of ukraine within the ukraine recovery conference in lugano the meeting was chaired by vice president Uh, Prime Minister and Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine, Fedorov, and was attended by representatives of leading global tech companies. See, so Ukraine is uh, opening themselves up for uh, total integration into the Western technocracy sphere of influence I guess you could say. Now more than ever, Ukraine is in greater need of support and assistance from the global tech leaders. We ask you to help Ukraine what you're our best, building advanced ecosystems, integrating the life of the country and of each Ukrainian citizen into a reliable and convenient digital space, uniting people and services, and in total, making the world a better place for us, right? Making the world a better place for us and our satanic ideas. And uh, if you actually look at what this – Conference was Ukraine Recovery Conference, two-day international conference held in July in Lugano, Switzerland, right, just two or three months after the war in Ukraine uh, began. Again, the people that are in charge of all of this, from the big tech company profiteers to the uh, military industrial complex to the United States you know, Department of State and everybody involved, they never wanted this war to not happen or to end quickly. You know, it starts in February after you know months of build-up, where at any time concessions could have been made, agreements could have been reached, war could have been prevented or avoided. I mean, Putin didn't spring this on anybody. Spent like a month lining things up at the border, going, "Here's what I'm about to do." So we could have stopped it then, uh, but it really gets going in March. By you know, two or three months later, they're not even interested in peace or stopping the conflict. They're interested in completely demolishing Ukraine and rebuilding it as a digital. Castle That they operate and run. And so in July, they were running this what they called a Marshall Plan for Ukraine. You had cabinet ministers of Ukraine. You had the EU president. Uh, well, what's her name? Ursula van der Leyen, who, of course, is her husband, like runs the Pfizer and or not runs Pfizer, but was a big part of the creation of the vaccine and profited hugely by it. Uh, Great Britain was very deeply involved in this. You also had, of course, the Council of Europe, the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, the European Commission, the European Investment Bank, and the Organization, organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which I remind you is the organization that, according to the Eagle Two documents that we cover all the time, is the organization that now runs the intelligence agencies as they said that they set up that drug-running uh, Operation through the CIA and then eventually control of that operation was passed on to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, same people who carried out the uh, you know Iran-Contra and drug running and uh, et cetera, et cetera. You you know all of that. So these are all the people involved in this rebuilding Ukraine strategy meeting uh, carried out by Strategist, uh, which is interesting and, and again falls in line with everything that we're seeing. And you also have, you know, articles about this from places like the Atlantic Council, who says post-war Ukraine needs a smart digital transformation strategy, right? By Anatoly Motkin, same guy who ran the meeting that I just ta- told you about. Russian invasion of Ukraine still far from over, but it's already clear the Ukraine uh, is going to have to remake itself into a uh, digital hellhole uh, at the behest of the te- technocratic elites that benefit continuously from the destruction of everyone else. So. Uh, That's from the Atlantic Council, right, saying, again, we need this uh, transformation. But another interesting thing happens if you search uh, Digital for Freedom Initiative, and that comes up with a very similar initiative called Digital Freedom Initiative that actually started in the Bush White House. And so your first response if you search for Digital Freedom Initiative from Google is from the USAID uh, website, USAID.gov an official pdf from them USAID, of course the people that uh, created the funding for the gain of function research from the wuhan virus like do you see how all of this is intertwined do you see what a tangled web we weave when we start talking about this Uh, like all of these organizations and all of these people are all involved in all of this the same people that are involved in creating the virus are involved in creating the vaccine are involved in undermining the sovereignty of ukraine are also involved in the rebuilding of ukraine and the the you know, investments into Ukraine once it's rebuilt. I mean, all of these, they're all the same people in the same organizations. It's pretty, it's pretty almost like there's a massive worldwide conspiracy orchestrating these events for their own ends. Wouldn't that be crazy? Digital for Freedom Initiative annual report, this is from all the way back in March 2004 and 2005, uh, where they talk about the initiation of this digital freedom initiative, uh, which was essentially to use American technology and sell it to third world countries. And it was a uh, cooperation and a partnership between big tech companies and the federal government uh, in, in order to you know benefit people overseas. And interestingly, the second result you get if you search Digital for Freedom Initiative is uh, this result from CNAS, the Center for New American Security. And of course, they just can't help themselves but have the page just replete with unblinking, staring, creepy robot eyes. They really just can't help themselves. Uh, Digital freedom. So again, this is CNAS. Same digital technologies that connect people and enable free exchange of ideas are used by malign actors. So this is all about how to control communication in in the digital age, and that's what – CNOS is involved in. They say the Digital Freedom Initiative is dedicated to identifying solutions to protect digital democracy in the United States and abroad. It aims to preserve the integrity and value of technologies for free citizens and help defeat their abuse by malign actors. Oh, yes, you can't have disinformation and misinformation being spread on these uh, you know, digital communication channels. And we talk a lot about – well, let me, let me do one more thing here because there's another video. I don't think we have time to go to it here, but we played it yesterday or the day before or a little bit earlier this week, and it was the head of uh, Palantir, US US IT company Palantir, uh, talking about how they single-handedly prevented Europe from going far right. That was the quote saying uh, they have a program called Gotham, and he says, because of Gotham, we single-handedly destroyed the the right wing in uh, Europe and actually – In this interview with a Swedish newspaper, uh, they essentially said that every – basically every country in Europe would have a far-right government right now if it were not for their intervention. So it's not about democracy. It's about controlled democracy. Democracy would be you let people decide. But in this case, they're like, it's democracy. We let people inside unless they decide to go far-right, in which case we interfere with uh, digital interference, digital Stop gap measures in order to prevent the message of the far right from going anywhere, and so we, you know, forcibly move the entire country to the left. And then we call that democracy, and claim anybody that's against us doing that are anti-democratic. Absurd, but there it is. So you know, this is the democracy they want to spread for everybody. This is the total level of control that they are already wielding, but expect to have you know fully cemented forever. Uh, but we talk a lot about playing a little game. I like to call. Um, hopscotch, Wikipedia hopscotch. A great place to start for that is something like a new, a Center for a New American Security, CNAS, on Wikipedia. You can just start clicking around, right? Uh, Center for New American Security is a Washington, D.C. think tank established in 2007 by co-founders Michelle Flournoy. Let's see see what she's up to, shall we? Uh, Oh, look, it looks like she's a uh, current managing partner of uh, WestExec Advisors, which is the corporation that Anthony Blinken and Jen Psaki are involved in where the entire West wing of the Obama cabinet went into this executive, um, You know, corporation called West Exec, where they operated as a uh, shadow government during the Trump administration, only to then return to the White House once Biden was in charge. West Exec advisors, right? Anthony Blinken, Michelle Fornoy, uh, Sergio Aguera, uh, Obama administration officials, Robert uh, O'Work, David S. Cohen, Jen Sackey, right? So this is a corporation that was running a shadow government just down the street from the uh, White House. They, you know, they call it like the, the East Wing, like across the street from the West Wing. Uh, so, of course, co founder of New American Security, in bed with Anthony Blinken and Jen Psaki and all of them. Again, you can just click around, start playing. It was also, uh, Steenhouse was also formerly head by CEO Victoria Newland, who, of course, as undersecretary or deputy secretary of state, uh, you know, was instrumental in the collapse of Ukraine from the first place. So, you see, the same people that are collapsing Ukraine 14 years ago are now the ones organizing its rebuilding as a technocratic prison state. Hope all of that ties together for you. It's horrifying.
4: Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Band.Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible. Hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Band.Video. Millions of people a day visiting Band.Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect an amplifying effect and make sure it gets out to your friends your family your neighbors and perfect strangers you are the modern paul reveres you are what takes our information and amplifies it when you decide to take action we as a species and as a race are invincible so i thank you all for your past action and i challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you
0: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live
3: right now at band.video. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. I'm telling you, folks, start with Sinner for a new American security on Twitter, on uh, Wikipedia, rather. Start clicking names. It really is amazing what, what you can find with just a few clicks. Like, it's... It's something else. And you don't even have to click anywhere, actually. If you just look Center for New American Security, which, of course, came uh, came up when I searched for the Digital for Freedom initiative, uh, which is being used by uh, Ukraine and the you know, Center for Economic Development to completely remake Ukraine after they destroy it through war, and you find out that CNOS is like head up, headed by and controlled by the same people that orchestrated the coup in Ukraine in 2014. It all starts to tie itself together pretty well, and then you look at who the funders are for the Center of New American Security <laughs> – hilarious name by the way uh, – CNS has, uh, CNAS has approximately 30 employees in a budget under $6 million. The organization's top donors include Northrop Grumman Aerospace Systems, Open Societies Foundations, Airbus Group, The Boeing Company, Chevron Corporation, Lockheed Martin Corporation, Raytheon Company, <laughs> Taipei Economic and Cultural Representative Office, the United States Government, BAE Systems, BP America, and ExxonMobil Corporation. Yes, that's right. We're getting our security advice from literally nobody but the weapons manufacturer manufacturers and the oil companies. Incredible stuff, isn't it? Thank goodness these these upstanding citizens are looking after us with all of their influence and power. It's incredible stuff. And you know, all of this maybe it maybe it does seem a little bit conspiratorial. But I want to go to clip number 10 here because what you're about to hear sounds like the ravings of a conspiracy lunatic, but it's not. I think it'll be interesting to find out who it is. Let's watch uh, clip number 10.
8: Good afternoon and thank you very much for having me uh, with you. I would like to thank the National uh, Press Club and especially President Angela grilling Keane for not only inviting me to this prestigious venue, but essentially presenting the outline of what I want to talk to you about now. So it's as if we had prepared that together, which we have not. This is a clip
3: from 2014.
8: Now let me first of all, of course, begin by wishing you all a happy new year. I guess it's still time to do that given that we are just exactly halfway through between our Western uh, New Year and the Lunar New Year which will loom in a few weeks' time. I think it's also appropriate to wish ourselves a Happy New Year given what I would like to talk to you about which has to do with uh, the global economy and what we should expect for 2014. Now I'm going to test you um, numerology skills by asking you to think about the magic seven. Okay? Most of you will know that seven is quite a number in all sorts of themes, religions. And uh, I'm sure that you can compress numbers as well. So, if we think about 2014, all right, I'm just giving you 2014, you drop the zero, 14, two times seven. That's just by way of example, and we're going to carry on. So 2014 will be a milestone and hopefully a magic year in many respects. It will mark the 100th anniversary of the First World War back in 1914. It will mark the 70th anniversary. 70th anniversary? Drop the zero of the Bretton Woods conference that actually gave birth to the IMF. And it will be the 25th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. 25th. It will also mark the seventh anniversary of the financial market jitters that quickly turned into the greatest global economic calamity since the Great Depression. The crisis still lingers yet optimism is in the air we've left the deep freeze behind us and the horizon looks
3: so this is uh christine lagarde at the time she was the managing director of the imf the international monetary fund uh she is now the president of the european central bank and there she is talking about numerology talk about how the number seven is magical and how we'll be entering into a new phase because of the the number seven i used to think that numerology stuff was was crazy but apparently they believe it too and that's sort of scary
0: you're watching the american journal with your host harrison smith
3: watch live right now at band.video all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen Again, I got to give a shout out to the YouTube channel Digitize Now at Digitize Now 8674. They posted that video. I originally was led there because of the Ukraine 2030 video and his newest videos, that one from Christine Lagarde. I just thought it was so interesting because, again, like I kind of discount some of this stuff. I mean, I'm I'm into conspiracy theories and I like, you know, going down rabbit holes like that. But typically numerology, it just seems like so arbitrary, like you can kind of always get to a certain number if you if you want and so like isn't it weird that instead of you know some dude in his basement on youtube being like this is going to be a big year because 2023 two plus two was four plus three is seven seven it's a seven-year cycle and you're just like whoa dude all right calm down but then you've got the head of the imf who is now the head of the what is it european central bank christine lagarde president of the european central bank since 2019 at the time 2014 she was the head of the imf sitting there like seven is a magical number and if in 2014 two times seven is 14 so this will be a magical year and it's just like <laughs> uh what <laughs> so you're in charge of all the banks huh <laughs> you think it's a magical year because you can come up with the number seven using the digits in the year okay Good Lord. So I don't know. Apparently, there's more to numerology than I gave it credit for. Because apparently, the people that run the biggest banks in the world believe that crap and uh, apparently are making decisions based on it. Sort of horrifying to me, but there it is. G7, whoa, seven. G7, two, 2023, two plus two, four plus three, seven, seven years since. 2016, 16, 1 plus 6, 7, oh my god, it's all happening, folks. Very weird, very weird stuff, but uh, yeah, that was Christine Lagarde talking about numerology, and everybody thinking it was a joke, laughing at it like it was a joke. Uh, We have a lot of stuff still to cover in today's program. Uh, In fact, I might go to that video from the Palantir CEO and just sort of dig down on that here in just a second. But before I do, I want to give out the phone number. If you want to call into American Journal, the number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. one 789 2539 Huh. Interesting. 7, 8 plus 9, 17 minus the 1. Interesting. Okay. All right. It's all coming together. It's all making sense now. I think I could run the International Monetary Fund. (laughs) Again, it's very weird. It's very weird. Our elites are freaking weirdos. I I think that's the big take. I think if you take away one thing from InfoWars, it's that the people that run the world are just weird, man. They're just weird, weird people, people that you would not like want to hang out with. People you would think would were like you imagine being at a party and something being like, "Well, it's 2014. Two times seven is fourteen. Drop the zero, and
1: you're just like, okay. Yep. I'd like what you have. Yep. I'll, I'll uh, smoke what you're smoking. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now that I have been to some parties like this before, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> also, I don't know if you need to know this, but they dress up in robes and perform mock human sacrifices to. um Babylonian god of child murder. So I don't know. Our elites are freaking weirdos, man. They're weird people. And they're in charge of everything. And their morality is non-existent. And their interests are bizarre and untenable. Truly strange stuff. So again, call uh give us a call 1-877-789-2539-29 minus two 2 plus eight. Okay. I'm gonna start making all my decisions this way from now on. <laughs> stupid uh yeah these are the people that run the world and they are destroying ukraine to remake it in their image and again i want to because we already played this video but it it is worth so much more attention than it's been given recently and this is the video from davos the world economic forum which by the way christina lagarde is a you know uh I don't know if she's the president of it, but she certainly is a very, very high up person in the uh, World Economic Forum as well. She gives a lot of speeches there. Uh, She's a member of the Board of Trustees since 2011, according to Wikipedia. So there you go. And at the Davos meeting of the World Economic Forum in Switzerland, the head of U.S. IT company Palantir, CEO Alex Karp, uh, gave an interview where he bragged about using their – AI control systems to completely destroy an entire political movement across all of Europe that had massive popular grassroots support but wasn't enough to stand up against the, again, like root level control of our big tech masters. So let's go now to clip number six where, again, they are bragging about this.
0: Look, we built PG, which single-handedly stopped uh, uh, the rise of the far right in, 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 in Europe. We built Foundry, which uh, was just used to distribute the COVID vaccine and saved millions of lives globally.
3: So two great things, two amazing things they've done. They have, again, as, as just technocratic oligarchs. They get the say. They get to determine. They get to decide for Europe whether they go to the right or the left, whether they elect nationalists or globalists. It's not up to the people. It's up to the technocratic billionaires and their AI systems. They aren't saying this is in the future. They aren't saying we're really excited about this application moving forward. They're saying here's what we've already done. We already destroyed the right-wing movement in Europe. And this article from Swedish newspaper SVT, Says AI technology can take over in the war. Sorry about the war in Ukraine here. And I love how they they throw this in. Uh, US IT company Palantir is helping Ukraine get a digital takeover on the battlefield. But the company CEO Alex Karp tells SVT that they also have Nordic authorities on their customer list. Again, the the left wing control freaks in the Nordic countries employ Palantir to destroy and disassemble their political opponents, and they're happy to do it. But they also say, quote, this product has stopped many, many uh, major terrorist attacks. Sure, go ahead. Take credit for that too. Why not? (laughs) No proof of it or anything, but, you know, what you want terrorists to attack? No, we have to surrender our sovereignty to unelected technocratic billionaires or else you're a terrorist. Palantir is known for delivering products to the U.S. military, security services, and police. Critics warn that their data processing system, not infrequently with article intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence, can be used in ways that violate privacy. When the newspaper Washington Post revealed the U.S. authorities used it for investigations of illegal immigrants, protested as some of the company's employees protested. But they say this is a project, a product for police agencies worldwide. Palantir co-founder and CEO Alex Karp has recently been self-critical in a one-on-one interview with the Axios site found their products are sometimes used to kill people. <gasps> oh my gosh. Of course, that is the consequence of war, but even in a situation when it comes to chasing, chasing terrorists, Alex Karp believes they have been a benefit to police agencies around the world. Uh, and he also, I mean, th- there's another quote where he literally says that like, you know, right there you heard him say, you know, we stopped the right-wing takeover in Europe, which again is just like It's the biggest admission. That is the craziest thing to imagine. That just because you have access to this AI technology, that somehow gives you the right to impose your political beliefs on an entire continent without even them knowing that you're doing it in such a subtle way that your influence is not even recognizable. And yet you single-handedly destroy and eliminate the right-wing movement in Europe. Just – utterly unacceptable right just completely flies in the face of every single claim they make about supporting democracy it is the opposite of them it is so far from democracy and yet it uses democracy like a cloak or a shield or a disguise because it's not democracy but the way that it influences people and the way that that it actually has effect you can pretend it's democracy the whole time and say well people voted for this leaving out the fact that the entire conversation and the the Things that were voted on were all decided beforehand by unelected technocratic billionaires with AI monsters you know, at their heels, leashed in like hounds. So uh, pretty horrifying stuff, pretty monumentally uh, world-upending stuff, uh, courtesy of the World Economic Forum, Davos, the International Monetary Funds, the Center for New American Security, and a whole plethora, a wide array of – Interferers, people who just can't help but destroy everything.
4: I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products in Forestore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to enforce.com our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3, and you know it makes your life better, and you know it makes you healthier, and you constantly forget, and when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away, plus it funds our operation. We've got the biggest settle of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome
3: back, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, Info Warriors of all ages. This is The American Journal coming to you live from Austin, Texas, here at the InfoWars Central Command Center. Remember, everything we do here at InfoWars is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And Either your generous donations there, which we really appreciate, and just every every penny you send us goes directly into producing not just this show and The War Room and The Alex Jones Show, but of course a lot of stuff going on in the background that I can't quite tell you about, but a lot of stuff's happening. And also, of course, Bandot Video and the upkeep of that site and all of the fantastic content creators we have there. And you know them all. Brian Wilson, uh, Greg Reese, I mean uh, John Brown. Tons of people. Tons of information, all available at band.video. Bown? Did I say brown? I was thinking about other stuff. I was thinking about uh, freeing the slaves by murdering white people. <laughs> it's all brought to you by Infowarsstore.com, and we make it easy for you to support us. You can either donate. Of course, it goes directly into uh, the this weapons system, this informational weapons array. But also you can go buy a supplement and we have fantastic stuff on offer, such as Ultimate Bone Broth. It's back and better than ever. Now twenty five percent off at InfowarsStore And it has been years since it flew off the shelves, but now it's back and better than ever. It's one of our biggest fan favorite formulas we've ever offered. And now it's got even better ingredients, it's Ultimate Bone Broth Plus. Other top selling bone broth products on the market are the same price, but are just powdered broth without any of the powerhouse ingredients that InfoWars Life brings to the table to make this the Ultimate Bone Broth formula. We've kept All of the great stuff from the original formula such as chicken bone broth, turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa, herb power. But in addition to those powerhouse ingredients, we've updated the formula to include uh, organic soluble acacia fiber, organic acai berry, electrolytes such as magnesium, potassium, and sodium, real organic cocoa bean powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt so it tastes delicious, and of course the cutting-edge bone broth protein isolate uh, powder for better dissolvability and flavor. So it's time to take advantage of these savings. Pick yourself up a bottle of Brain – of Ultimate Bone Broth. I need Brain Force Plus. I'm skipping all over the place here. The end of the week, I I feel like I – it's like throughout the week, it's like I'm a record that's like getting scratched, like getting used a lot. So by the end, I'm just like jumping from song to song. I need my weekends, folks. But hey. No rest for the weary. Let's go out to the phone calls now. We've got Joseph in Arizona who wants to talk about anagrams of Hillary and Trump's name. Okay, this would be fun. Thanks for calling in, Joseph. You're on the air.
2: Hey, can you hear me, Erickson? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, I'll make it real simple. So if you take the word, take the name Hillary Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton, and you break those letters down, it says, Hill, con, liar, don't harm. If you say Donald John Trump and you break his name down into an anagram, it says, um, on rat, Donald J. If you take the word revolution. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a
3: second. You use the word Donald in your anagram? You didn't even mix Donald, it up? Donald John
2: Trump. Well. I don't know.
3: I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch. It just,
9: no, th- you just write it down. Write the write the write it down and no, then No, I know.
3: Them. I know. It's just, you know, I think in, a, in an anagram you're supposed to mix up the number. You can't you can't have an anagram of the word Donald and have it include the word Donald in it. I mean, that just that doesn't I don't know. I don't know about that one. Rules are meant How about to be the broken. Revolution? Rules are meant Inside to be broken The word to ruin. It's like um the revolution is against those who love to ruin. Yeah, that's a, It's kind of like um in Harry Potter, spoiler alert here for the second book, but uh, you know Voldemort's name is uh, Tom Malavo Riddle or something, and it's like clearly the middle name is not actually a name. It was just like the letters that she needed to make I am Voldemort to make it an anagram. It, that's how I got to get with the name Rodham. Rodham. It's like Hillary Rodham Clinton. It, it does seem like, they're just like, all right, we need a, a name that has R, D, H, and M in it. Let's make something up. So well, it's a strange name.
2: Hill, con, liar, don't harm. That's don't what harm. the letters make up in her name. Hill, con, liar, don't harm. They call her Hill.
3: Hillary. Interesting, interesting stuff, Joseph. Yeah, we, we need to we need to run some run some programs. We'll get we'll get also, AI on it. What kind of parent names their daughter Rodham? They must have really well, that, hated that was her. Her, wasn't that her last name. What was her last? Rodham Clinton. That was her last name. It was oh, her last name, right? Yeah, it was her maiden name. It was her maiden name. What's her, real, what's her real middle name? Maybe it's Malvo Malvolo. Hillary Malvolo Rodham was her original name. Let's find out what Hillary Clinton's original middle name was and then get back to us, Joseph. The seventh caller, the seventh caller that calls in with Hillary Clinton's middle name. <laughs> We're going to do a radio contest. Now, let's move on to the next caller. Thank you very much for that, uh, Joseph. It is interesting. I do I do like that sort of stuff. There's some There's some weird coincidences in things like anagrams. Very very weird things. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know there have been some where I'm like, whoa, is that on purpose or is that just a coincidence? It's very, very odd. You know, where my wife is um is pregnant, we're thinking of names, and it's like it really feels like you're you're picking the destiny for the child. You're like, this name sounds very you know, if we give her this name, she's gonna be She's going to be a nice, traditional girl. If we give her this name, she's going to be a wildcat, and we we, we don't want that. It's, names are, like, actually super important. I think they have, like, a metaphysical impact on people's And if you lives name your daughter path. Hillary Diane Rodham, there you go. That's That's how you get a Marxist Satanist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, name your kid Hillary. See, see how that goes. It is interesting. I was reading a thread the other day about this, uh, talking about the guy who made – Guns named Glock, right? And the I was saying, if, uh, if you know, if his name was was Wiener Schnitzel, he would never have been as successful as a gun maker. It's like our names. There's something in it that like compels us to do certain things or I don't know what it is but you know names are names are super important and that's a that's a magic and occult thing as well in Egypt everybody had two names one name that their mother gave them and whispered to them when they were first born that they never say again for the rest of their lives because in occult practices you need someone's real name to curse them and if you don't know someone's real name then you can't curse them the legal system has things like this as well in kind of a weird overlap uh, but yeah so in Egypt you would say my name's bill or whatever the egyptian equivalent of that would be uh, but in reality you had a name that only you and your mom knew so and as long as she didn't give it away nobody could curse you using your real name like there's actually a metaphysical power in uh, names. name so um i'm sort of joking with you joseph but i i actually think it's kind of uh it's kind of interesting the anagram stuff william jefferson clinton equals jail miss clinton felon wife <laughs> george herbert walker bush is huge berserk rebel warthog george bush he bugs gore Ronald Wilson Reagan, no darlings, no ERA law, equal rights amendment, okay. Uh, Ronald Reagan equals a darn long era. Tom Jefferson, oh, short name's Jeff. Uh, See, so he's using Jeff again. I don't know about that. All right, we're ra- I've rambled about names for too long now. Uh, we'll go to Tim in Seattle, but we'll hold you over if you need time. We only have about a minute left in this segment. Tim in Seattle, you're talking about Pfizer seizing military bases. I, I remember hearing about this a while ago. What do you got for us, Tim? You're on the air.
5: Well, I, I looked it up. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, it's good to be on the show again. I looked it up, um, and it's got it right here. Pfizer sees this HMAS sterling naval base after Morrison fails to meet vaccination target. So, and this is in Western okay. Australia. This is so September 13th, this... 2021.
3: September 13, 2021. Because this was something I remember in the... Talk, being talked about in the agreements where people were looking at the Pfizer contracts and going, Pfizer's going to take over military a bit, but I don't remember it ever actually happening. You're saying it has happened already. Stay on the line, Tim. We'll revisit this on the other side. Uh, g- give us that headline one more time, quickly, Tim.
5: Pfizer seizes HMAS, Sterling Naval Base, after Morrison fails to meet
3: vaccine, vaccination targets. All right, we'll pick that up on the other side. Stay with us.
4: In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today, fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your passive support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt man-in-the-arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the second American revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
0: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. You know, we try
3: to strike a, uh, a pretty delicate balance here at InfoWars of being completely open-minded and willing to consider anything because truth is often stranger than fiction and some stuff that you would have never believed two years ago is undeniably true now. So who are we to come out and just reject things outright just because they don't sound totally sensible to us? Uh, so, but it's hard to then, you know, be able to consider everything but also not not fall for anything. But... Uh, luckily my crew keeps me in line most of the time. If I ever come up with, if I ever find something that is not, not so legitimate, the crew will call me out on it. And I think we may have stumbled on something here. Uh, Tim in Seattle called in about this story. Pfizer seizes HMS, HMAS Sterling Naval Base after Morrison fails to meet vaccination targets. So, uh, published September 13th, 2021. Uh, and it talks about how Pfizer took control of this Naval base in Western Australia, uh, after, Uh, signed under the uh, the deal signed under the terms of trans-pacific partnership allowed the pharmaceutical company to claim the military base unfortunately if you get to the bottom you can see this is in fact tagged with satire but it's it's not the most outrageous thing it's not overtly satire at the start because first of all it's not funny and there's no jokes in it so again parody or satire should be funny of some sort but also that this was a real thing that pfizer actually has in their contract so just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's out of the realm of possibility and you can find literally dozens of articles explaining this Uh, science.thewire.in pfizer demands governments gamble with state assets to secure a vaccine deal (laughs) pfizer has been accused of bullying latin american governments in COVID 19 vaccine negotiations and has asked some countries to put up sovereign assets such as embassy buildings and military bases as a guarantee Against the cost of any future legal cases, the Bureau of Investigative Journalism can reveal. So this really was a thing. This really is a thing. They really did demand to that they put up military bases as collateral, so that if anybody ever sued Pfizer, Pfizer could then sell the military base and take the funds from that to pay for the legal costs. So that really was a thing. It's on this uh, science the wire uh, uh, on the Wire website. It's also here stat news held to ransom Pfizer plays hardball and COVID-19 negotiation vaccinations with uh, Latin American countries. And it's also uh, in the Washington Post secret vaccine contracts with government experts who reviewed uh, the documents say that those states forfeited immunity against precautionary seizures of any of their assets. It's almost as if the company would ask the United States to put the Grand Canyon up as collateral, said uh Lawrence Gostin. The company rejected that logic logic, saying Pfizer has not interfered and absolutely no intention of interfering with any country's diplomatic, military, or culturally significant assets. Uh but they did, and they do, and they are, and it's uh readily available. So I think I think that's been debunked, Tim. Uh but you know, it's not an outrageous thing to to think was real because it very well could be real in the future it just doesn't seem like it's happened yet tim uh but so you know hopefully uh hopefully we've made that correction any any comments on that tim
5: well yeah no that's good um thank you i didn't see the satire at the below but okay but but also it it seems that that'd be a good reason for them to try to overturn the chessboard going with the video that you showed about ukraine it seems like they want like a a blank slate so they Mm -hmm. can build the top of it Right. Um, but you know, that 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 remains to be seen. I don't trust Pfizer, nobody should. Uh, but also I want to plug, I'm I'm so glad that you guys brought back the ultimate bone broth. Now I'm a vegetarian, so and I use this stuff. I had a lot of baby mama drama and with baby mama drama and it's endless stress, what happened? I got hemorrhoids and I had it for a long painful time. And the only thing that cured me was the ultimate bone broth. It was literally the next day cure. Whoa. So I went from being on a pain scale of 10 plus to zero, just from one little, um, yeah, I tried the bone broth, and it took it all away. So that's wow. my plug.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. great news, Tim. Uh, that's awesome. I, I'm telling you, folks, you really don't know what these supplements are going to do for you until you try. Thank you very much uh, for that plug. Thank you for the uh, – uh, for the story, and uh, again, this is this is what we're here for. This is a none of us have all of the answers. None of us know all of the information. So we come together and we glean the truth from it all. And of course, we so appreciate your support at infowarstore.com Now, speaking of Australia, thank you for the call, Tim. Uh, we want to go to Richard in Australia. Richard, you say you've been arrested for abusing Bill Gates. What is this about?
9: Yes, uh, I was at the tennis today in Melbourne, and Bill Gates is. In Australia, he's come on his private jet, ironically. The, the pedophile talks about, you know, wanting to save the environment, yet he comes on a private jet like an absolute mug. And uh, so he's in the stadium like a coward, and um, they've actually put him on screen and people booing. him. That's sort of shaking up the crowd that people were actually doing. Him. And then uh, uh, at an opportunity, I yelled, uh, Bill Gates is a murderer. You yelled and, uh, Bill Gates is
3: a murderer. Uh, sorry, sorry. if you could speak up just a little bit, Richard, I'm having a little hard uh, time, cool. time yeah. hearing you. So, Bill Gates was at this tennis tournament, you were there too, and you called him a murderer to his face? Uh,
9: yeah, pretty much. It's on the, so if you hear the audio, um, uh, I'm watching the game, I'm sitting in my seat, Bill Gates is sitting like a cow, and i you, you stop and yell, you're, you're a murderer. Bill Gates is a murderer. And, uh, there's a, immediately cut off the second part of what I started calling him a criminal and a and a Nazi. And uh, uh, I've had five people swarm on me, like, get out, get out, and I've been escorted out of the stadium.
3: They kicked you out of the stadium for calling Bill Gates. So Bill Gates, uh, billionaire Bill Gates cuts a casual figure and blends in. But you say, were you actually arrested for this?
9: Uh, I had the police... Um, talk and detain me. So detaining in Australia is basically arrest, but um, they just basically take your details and they kick you off site. So uh, not fully cuffed and removed, but in terms of my event security, I'll probably be banned
3: from attending any future games. Oh, man. You know what, Richard? Small price to pay for that act of heroism. We we celebrate you, sir. I I think that is exactly what Bill Gates shouldn't be able to go anywhere in public without being yelled at and called a murder because he is. And even even before COVID ever came around, he was responsible for thousands of deaths in places like India, as as you know, is a tainted vaccine. So you did exactly the right thing, Richard. What? What I mean, what was it like? Were you were you trying to stay calm and just couldn't help it anymore? Just what was your thought process in calling Bill uh, Bill Gates a murderer?
9: Well, he is a murderer. He shouldn't even be in a We've got a prime minister that preaches equality, that preaches how we need to protect and love each other. We've got a new prime minister who wants to obviously bring a lot of people from Africa into Australia, but you have to understand these people uh, in, from Africa have been hurt by Bill Gates' vaccines and uh, mm. his health initiatives. So. I find it hypocritical that our Prime Minister was sitting in the stadium as well, close to Bill Gates, and yet he was quite content with Bill Gates being there. Bill Gates, the same Bill Gates who's a pedophile, who's visited Jeffrey Epstein's island 36 times, mm-hmm. the same Bill Gates murdered millions, millions and millions of people. Yep. And I'm not going to sit there and be content with that. And uh, there was warm applause from uh, so Novak Djokovic was playing our um, unvaccinated brother. And there was warm applause from the unassuming community uh, of the majority, which are unvaccinated in Australia.
3: Well, you guys are in, are in a tough spot in Australia. We feel for you and we know there is still a small but, but very passionate group of freedom lovers uh, there in Australia. And, and you're an excellent representation of it. I'm glad you're not actually going to jail. I mean, you, you, you never know with uh, you know, Australia or someplace like England, they might throw you in jail for calling a murderer a murderer. But uh, uh, that's really incredible stuff. Any final words for us, Richard? I mean, again, this—I don't want any violence. I don't want anybody hurting Bill Gates. But I think it's appropriate to call a murderer a murderer, and I think it's appropriate that if he's in a public place, parading around like he's, you know, the king of the world, that he should be brought low by you know regular citizens who just let him know we're not falling for your psyop. We don't think you're this, you know, helpless little philanthropist in a perp, in a pink sweater. We know you are a vicious murderer and we're gonna call you out on it uh, in public. I, I think that's that is free speech. That is what it's all about and he deserves it. Final word, uh, Richard in Australia.
9: Oh well, absolutely and I think I'll be there um for on Sunday night. Um is the men's final and I'll be attending again. I'll be sneaking in to
3: was my dis- my hatred against Bill Gates? He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be allowed in Australia. I today. don't think, I don't um, think he should either. And that shouldn't be allowed. The, the only advice I'll give you is next time, film it for us, won't you? So we can air it. Oh, a, there is film. There is film. There is film. All right, we'll try to, we'll try to find that film uh, of you calling Bill Gates a murderer because that's, well, he's a murderer. He deserves it. I love it. Brilliant stuff. All right, we'll be back on the other side. We'll try to find that video.
4: The second American revolution is happening right now against the New World Order. And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And Infowars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now, in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission, and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the four coin series, Teddy Roosevelt Man the Arena, we're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t-shirt or a DVD, 300%. That's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering thirty dollars off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now.
0: You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: back. Ladies and gentlemen, still so much to talk about in today's episode of the American Journal. We'll we'll show a follow up to the Project Veritas revelation, the undercover video that exposed Pfizer and the gain of function research they're doing. We'll talk about who that character in that video was. And as he's confronted by James O'Keefe, he actually physically attacks him. We'll show you that video a little bit later and check out some research into this guy's past and history and uh, who he was within Pfizer. We're going to take a lot of your phone calls, of course, and we're also going to show in the third hour a well, at least show a little sneak preview of a much longer video that we have been working on behind the scenes here at American Journal, a special uh, web-only exclusive on American Journal that will be going up later today. That is a tutorial from our friend L from Some B I Know or BigDigEnergy.info where she shows you how to – And anybody can do it, doesn't matter how good you are, as long as you have a PC or a Mac, as long as you have a computer of some sort, you can run this script. You download two free, very small pieces of software that can run on any computer. You type two lines of code, and suddenly Twitter has been transformed into an incredibly powerful research tool, really a research toolkit for you. So I'm, I'm very excited to show you all that video. Uh, later in the third hour your phone calls throughout we'll be taking a lot of phone calls today before i go out to phone calls uh quickly i want to read this thread it's not even necessarily about the thread it's about the very last part of the thread that i think is so good and uh, i'm really have become a a big fan of this guy since i found some of these threads and been going through his uh, twitter account his name is dom lucre d-o-m underscore l-u-c-r-e on twitter and he says this thread, how Republicans started slavery and the KKK. Okay. So he says in 1854, the Republican Party was formed to oppose the Kansas-Nebraska Act, which was intended to spread slavery into an American territory. Furthermore, Republicans were at the forefront of the effort to demolish the Confederate States of America. That's kind of at odds with what he what he said at first. Uh, on January 1st, 1863, Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, issued the Emancipation Proclamation. Okay, the Civil War wasn't north versus south, as illustrated in the Lincoln-Douglas debates in the northern state of Illinois. It was a Democrat against Republican battle. The notorious Dred Scott decision, blacks were property in 1857, was decided by a Supreme Court majority of seven Democratic justices in favor and two Republican judges against. After the war ended – Democrats who despised black people formed the Ku Klux Klan. Surprisingly, white Republican militias aimed to eliminate the Ku Klux Klan. So you can see he's going through a history of uh, the Civil War and post-Civil War Reconstruction era and showing how Republicans were continually on the side of freedom versus the Democrats who were on the side of slavery. And you know, he illustrates this, and so the question is why did he name his thread Republicans Started Slavery? Republicans were behind uh, you know, racism in this country because he goes through, I mean, he goes through everything. The Democrat president, FDR not inviting uh, um, Jesse Owens to uh, the White House, uh, the KKK being started by the Democrats uh, separate, you know, segregation, all this stuff was, was on the Democrat side. He quotes LBJ. We'll have those inwards voting for us for a hundred years, right? Uh, exposing Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. Uh, And then he goes into Black Lives Matter and talks about how the Democrats uh, have destroyed the black community, you know, recently. And he ends it by saying uh, if Democrats truly cared about black people, they would treat abortion as a tragedy. They would support school choice. Work to end the failed welfare state, abandon the idea of defunding police, promote advancement based on merit and character rather than, the amount of, rather than the amount of melaton in your skin. We need to end open borders that flood the market with cheap labor and steal jobs from black Americans, end their support for minimum wage laws that lead to higher black unemployment, and end their social justice mantle. We have been fed lies. It's time to be hungry for the truth. Very true. And then he says this. For everyone that – That don't know me, I take my name seriously. The titles are intentionally misleading. Liberals are so brainwashed now that the only way to get them to see and accept the truth is leading them in with a lie. Thank you all for your endless support. The narrative will break. The fact that so many conservatives are only reading the title, imagine how many liberals are doing the same thing and retweeting. He says, I'm an Aries. Our sign is supposedly the god of war. We won't win this one by not being tactical. I do hope this is opening the eyes of how both parties have been programmed to judge before even trying to gather data to debate. We as a human species have to progress. This is a start. He says, "My Instagram is Dom Lucre Also, uh, so I, I I just think that was very clever because it got me. You know, you read it first and you go, "You know, how Republicans started slavery in the KKK," and you go, "What? That's not true." Let me read this, and then you find it's actually just real information. That's the complete opposite of the title that he used. I mean, it's a you know, it's a slippery slope. I won't say like you know, you should you know, having to trick people isn't the the best thing. But he's right. You got to be tactical in this war of information, and if you have to, you know set a little trap in order to spring the truth on people I'm um, i'm totally here for it and uh dom dom lucra i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but uh breaker of narratives breaker of narratives yeah they're on twitter so uh very good stuff i i found that very uh enlightening and entertaining and he's got a lot of stuff like that how can klaus schwab expect us to eat bugs but he won't put himself on the menu that's really funny anyway uh, i thought that was that was very hilarious so share that to your liberal friends to uh trick them into learning something once in their life (laughs) let's go out to your phone calls now i want to go to uh steven in fema region four uh line number 11 the video about the ukraine agenda you have some connections to be made thanks for calling in steven you're on the air
2: yeah in in that video which was a great video by the way um i one thing i noticed is that this, and this was on the CNN, I want to say it was like a year and a half ago, like during the, like the, like the kickoff of this Ukraine war, you know, this, you know, this Victoria-Newland War, is that they implemented, during a war, they implemented a digital ID in all of its citizens. Yep. And it's kind of ironic that you, you would think that would be one of the last things you'd probably want to focus on during a war, is trying to tag everyone, every citizen in your country, to track them and trace them and yeah,
3: control think- them. Yeah, they're, they're doing things a little differently this time. Stephen, why do you think that is?
2: Well, I think it's, uh, well, obviously we know why. And, and it kind of goes back to my initial phone call with you when we talked about death by a thousand cuts. You, mm. you you mentioned you had a report that you were writing up. I don't know if you ever shelved that or if you're continuing uh, that report. Um, I think if you have shelved it, you should probably continue on that and publish it one day. Um, yeah. But the, the one suggestion I called in with, because you're on fire this morning, you're, you're on fire with everything you're covering with the with Christine Lagarde and, and uh, Ursula von der Leyen. We need, we need to have like a like a working diorama or diagram, if you will, to show all the connections. Whether it be Bill Gates with Cascade Investments and you know Christine Lagarde and the IMF, you know, an IMF. We need to have something like a visual tool that basically someone says, "Hey, you know, like just kind of how this uh, the script you were talking about with Twitter. It's a powerful research tool." you start looking at all these connections, I think it's, uh, they all go back to the same people. Um, for the most part, you got the, the 1%, you know, that's, uh, pretty much running everything.
3: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it would literally end up looking like sort of the, you know, the background that we have here often with just like all these pictures with like red lines drawn in between them. I mean, it would, it would look like the, you know, the Charlie board from, uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, right? I mean, because it really is that level of conspiracy. You know, you put Victoria Newland up there; she's got connections here, connections there, connections there. The fall of Ukraine; she's also tied in here. I mean, it it really is a very tangled web. Um, but you're right; that that would be a a very useful tool. Yeah. My
2: my point being is is that there's so there's there's so much there's so much activity that that you cover every day, and I listen to you daily, uh, and and Alex Jones and and, and Owen Troyer as well. It, there's so much to cover every day; it's almost like we need some kind of static. Thing we can look at mm. and just step back and say, okay, here are all the connections that, that we can that, that are made, and here's the companies to avoid. Here's what we need to talk about, you know, the right. focus on. Um, and my other suggestion would be is we need to have like an American Journal t shirt. Um, seriously, I would wear it all the time. So um, if you're my favorite uh, now. So okay, I listen to oh. Bannon as well, and and uh, and like I said, Alex, and Alex Jones and, and Roman Schroeder, But I want an American Journal t shirt. I want to be able to go to the Imperial War store and buy one.
3: Well, we we, uh, we may be working on that. Just stay stay tuned, Stephen. Thank you very much for, for the suggestions, and I, I completely agree. And, you know, the death by a thousand cut thing, like there are certain topics where I'm like, oh, this would make a good topic, death by a thousand cuts, because that's what it is, right? Just like cut here, cut here, cut here. But then it ends up like it's such a big topic. It ends up being applicable to every story that we cover. So instead of making a report about it, it just sort of becomes a top, but becomes a, you know, an underlying theme of everything that we're talking about. Uh, but, you know, there's so much stuff like this and it is a constantly evolving uh, battlefield that we're operating on. So, uh, you know, but I, I'm sort of the same way. It's like, I want like a static thing that I can look at and go, okay, here are the players, here's what they do. Because, you know, one of the things that you often hear is, you know, when we say things flippantly or just uh, not, you uh, Super descriptively, where we're just like, well, they are doing this, and people go, well, who is they? And it's like they say it as if we don't know, and it's like, no, they have names and faces and addresses. Like they are Victoria Newland and George Soros. They are John Kerry and uh Joseph Biden and his son Hunter. Like they are people that are out there making these decisions, and they're public about it. But then the wider american public is just like who is they they don't exist it's like okay so nobody's making these decisions stuff's just happening that's all part of their trick and their disguise and their shadowy uh way of operating folks stay with us third hour begins in just a minute go to infowarsstore.com to support us ultimate bone broth plus is 25 percent off it's back it's better than ever it's not going to last long at this low price so go now to infowarsstore.com and get ultimate bone broth plus before it's too late
4: InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were gonna be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're gonna win don't let the globalists psyop you and your family go to infowarsstore.com and get incredible products supplements books films t-shirts you name it that fund the infowar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked thanks for keeping us on air take action at InfoWarStore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you the viewers and listeners the majority of you have not been psyop but some of you have Do not let the global brainwash you. Go to InfowarsTorer.com and keep us on the air.